light, light sounds, a universal energy forming organic tribal algorithms that span the globe, reaching down to its very core. Release you for inspirational revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the ultimate underground.
God called her name She did not die in vain I like to think she died for you and me And I hope one day we'll look back again And she's just a memory That we'll appreciate, respect the love she gave For many people, Memorial Day, the federal U.S. holiday that takes place every year on the last Monday of May, is just another excuse for a three-day weekend. It's also known as the day that marks the official start of summer, and as a day devoted to getting great deals at the mall. However, the true meaning of Memorial Day goes way beyond barbecues and mattress sales. The holiday began after the Civil War and at that time was known as Decoration Day. While it was originally founded to honor the soldiers who died in the Civil War, today Memorial Day is a day to honor all of the Americans who have died in military service. Patriotic Americans should take a moment from their day of celebration and leisure to reflect on the brave sacrifices of those who have given their lives for this great nation. Made up funny stories about the war and the things that he had learned. He gifted him his army cap and the medals he had earned. The boy smiled and looked at him while he pinned the medals on his shirt. And dad put on his finest grin as he placed the army cap upon his head. For a moment they heard laughter, neither one knew what to say. But you knew their hearts were talking As the time slipped away Don't put me down Don't laugh at me Cause the freedom you walk upon Is partly cause of me I gave my heart And I lost my soul 
Now my honor for this country is the only thing I hold, so just let me be. Just let me be. With my head held high, I walk these halls with your medals pinned on me. When a little girl came up to me with a smile for all to see, with an army cap upon her head, she told her story to me. And the words that her dad taught her were the same words taught to me. For a moment there was silence, neither one knew what to say. But you knew our hearts were talking As the time slipped away Don't put me down Don't laugh at me Cause the freedom you walk upon Is partly cause of me I gave my heart And I lost my soul Now their honor for this country Is the only thing we hold So just let us be just let us be Order. Now I leave this land of liberty For my own tour of insanity And I'll share those words you gave to me To my brothers in their time of need Some people don't understand What it takes to be a man And sacrifice your life for this land Partly cause of me I gave my heart And I lost my soul Now my honor for this country Is the only thing that I hold So just let me be Just let me be Please underground dwellers ladies and gentlemen around the world how you doing this is uncle earl your host captain and dj of the ultimate underground experience here in los angeles besides memorial day uh this show is helping celebrate another special occasion it is the 25th anniversary of robin rosencrantz and michael glover they are the team of a lifetime and um I did an interview with them last year and I was wondering when was the best time to play this thing because it's so special. It's so funny and it's very just, they were just so candid with me. It was a great interview and um, I found out that it's their 25th anniversary. So I was like, Hey guys, this is the time. So for this very special anniversary, they're celebrating the lives as artists, blue, bright blue gorilla. And in 1990, they quit their L.A. jobs, sold everything they had, and bought one-way tickets to Amsterdam. On May 19th, they went to LAX on two hours of sleep as they were up packing all night. Now, 25 years later, they're still going. And it's truly a miracle. And they want to give thanks to all their lovely, generous, new and old friends who made their guerrilla journey possible. 
There they are today in Berlin in their production office, getting ready to shoot their sixth feature film, Mr. Rudolfo's Jubilee. Just imagine this. Robin is wearing the vest she made 25 years ago to perform in and also wearing her magic hat. The hat was filled with Lyra, Franks, Gildas, Marks, and many other coins when they first played in the streets. They have such sweet memories. And everyone's good energy and blessings, many blessings, help them to keep on going. Their quote is, go for your dreams. If we can do it, you can do it. Thanks for all the support, Michael and Robin. We're also going to visit our 420 Movie Corner and feature three more artists who will be Rent Party Troubadours, Chuck Israel, and Beyond the Rim. These artists are killing it, and we've got them in the film. You'll have to hang on for that. <laughs> so I say we get this thing started, shall we? Okay, let's go. Oh, by the way, did I ever tell you the name of this show? <laughs> this is Uncle Earl Celebrates Memorial Day with Bright Blue Gorilla. And down, rise and fall through it all 
What you give is what you get. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, Captain and DJ of the Ultimate Underground Experience. How you doing? You know, I'm always out there scouring the earth, searching the world for gems, jewels, riches, treasures of humanity and society. And I have lucked up upon such an item. I was introduced to a film. First of all, it was called Go With The Flow. I received the, uh, the press release and I read it. It was very, very interesting. And um, time goes by. Time, Uncle Earl's always busy, you know, doing things. But I, it stuck in my head. And I said, I've got to check this out. I've got to check this out. I saw the trailer and it blew me away. So I reached out to the press agent and I said, please, 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 you got to get me these people. She said, no problem, no problem. And... Here they are today. I'm delivering to you today, Robin Rosencrantz and Michael Glover. How you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. Glad to be here with you. I know. It took us a couple of hills and mountains and valleys to get through, but here we are. (laughs) Yeah, we're busy L.A. people, aren't we? We are, but it's a great thing. Now, first of all, could you just describe why Bright Blue Gorilla? Sure. <laughs> well, Michael and I started as a band mm-hmm. way back in 1990, mm-hmm. and, you know, we've both been playing music all our lives in lots of different types of bands, you know, punk bands, new wave bands, mm-hmm. rock bands, okay. and we, you know, for a long time we played under our own names, Robin Rosencrantz, Michael Glover, and somehow it felt a little more serious, you know, a little more ego somehow. Mm. And we thought, you know, let's come up with a name that would remind ourselves not to take ourselves too seriously, our career too seriously, um, something fun, something people would remember. Mm. Well, right? it's so definitely I fun. A, <laughs> yeah, I was watching a, the movie years ago, you know, Gorillas in the Mist. Ah, uh, hmm Remember that? Yeah, with yes. Corny Weaver, a yes. great movie. And somehow I had gorillas on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I came up with the name Blue Gorilla, mm. and then Michael said, nah, that sounds like a depressed gorilla. <laughs> so, so one morning over breakfast, he, uh, he came up with the bright part, okay. and that's how our name was born. Oh, right. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. And it says, remain calm, share your bananas. I, that's your quote. Yeah, that's our mantra. That's your mantra. Can you explain that, Michael? Well, we just wanted to, rem- to remember that. It's being slow, you know, so just take it easy and, you know, be generous. Uh, don't worry about stuff. Just do your thing and keep your eyes open and things usually work out. And have trust and faith, right? Mm, sounds good to me. Now, can, I would love to really know where each of you are from. Well, I'm from Michigan. I was born in Battle Creek, Michigan, where they make the Kellogg cereal. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't live there long. I was, I was a kid when we left. And then we moved to New Mexico. I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Until I came out to L.A. with a record deal, which is a good way to come out to L.A. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, in the 80s. And uh, had a great time here. And I really loved L.A. I really felt like it was home. So ever since then, I've considered L.A. home. Mm-hmm. Even though we're not here that much. Okay. Yeah, you guys yeah. are world travelers. What about you, Robin? Yeah, I am actually one of the few L.A. natives. Are you? Yes. Glad to meet you. I'm a Valley girl. Oh, you're not. Okay. I I grew up in the San Fernando Valley. 
and uh, yeah, so I, you know, I've always loved L.A., but since I'm from L.A., I'm like, I want to leave L.A. and explore the world. <laughs> so that was, that was when Michael and I met. I'm like, I want to go. Wow. And how long have you guys been together? Since 1990. That's nice. Actually, we met in 89. Mm. And uh, we started writing songs together and so on. And then we decided we wanted to to make it a permanent. We got married and went to Europe and uh, and we've been going ever since. Can you tell me some of the places you guys have been? Um, we, well, we've been, you know, most of Western Europe and India, a little bit in the Middle East and uh, China. We just came back from China mm. for the first time. Our movie was in the Beijing International Film Festival. Mm. Great, great, that great. great. That was like another planet. I'm sure it was just a mass of people and a new culture. Wings of compassion take me home. With Krishna and Buddha, I will roam. Dance the dance of Radha beyond sky and stone. Come and
This is Mixi and you're listening to the Underground Experience Los Angeles. And I'll go early is my number one. <laughs> How did you guys start your journey in the art? Well, for me, you know, growing up, my older brother, Mike, was really into music, really into Elton John and The Who and The Beatles. And so he took me to my first concert, I think I was 12 maybe. And it was Elton John and the Who, I think at Dodger Stadium. I, I practically almost got trampled. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, I remember that. But, um, <laughs> but he, you know, he played piano in the house and lots of music. And I think that definitely kind of got me into music. Mm. And I started playing guitar when I was really young. I, I might have even wrote my first song at age seven or something. And it's funny because a couple of years ago I found my, you know, school report, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm. And uh, I wrote, I want to be a rock star. Oh. Did you mean they were an astronaut? Well, I wanted to be an astronaut. <laughs> Those are two extremes. An astronaut or a rock star, nothing, nothing mundane. No, not at all. That, that's normal, you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, for me, I, I, was, I always knew what I wanted to do. I mean... I actually remember seeing the Beatles on their television show, and I asked my brother, I thought they were girls, I said, are they girls why are they here so long? Because it was really weird at the time, and, and uh, even though their hair wasn't really long compared to now. But, right. And then they said, no, they're boys, you know, and I, I was watching them, and I remember saying, uh, just thinking, I, I want to do that. <laughs> And grow your hair long too. Girl screaming at him, and they're on TV. Did you grow your hair long? That was, that was absolutely, uh, you know, seminal to me. So hmm. there was never any question that I was going to play something, and I was I was good at the drums right away. So you know, I must have taken that into another life or something. Seriously, because it was so easy. <laughs> Did you start on pots and pans? Uh, kind of, yeah, but I, as soon as I got a drum, I didn't mm-hmm. think I could play stuff. So cool. I had no business being able to play. Nice. So, you know, it was, it was, that was pretty neat. And plus, I got lucky getting into a a popular group when I was just a kid. Mm. And uh, I was working professionally from age 13. Wow. Playing, playing in bars and all kinds of oh, things. My. my mother was uh, involved in politics there, and she was able to finagle a, <laughs> a, a letter from a judge that I was allowed to be in the bars. <laughs> in Albuquerque to, to perform only that I could not go near the, near the wow, bar. that's great. It was a totally bogus letter, but they believed it because it was from this famous judge. Okay, I love that. Jackson's early on. I know that's right.
Hi guys, this is Mirati, and you are listening to the voice of the people. Love, whisper to my heart, say we'll never part, say you want me, please. I'm yours to break or save, all yours to make you. Warte bitte nur eine Sekunde, okay? Ja klar, was ist eine Sekunde mehr oder weniger? I met uh, Marina shortly before we uh, begin shooting. We do, did some rehearsals with her in a smaller Berliner apartment. Nicht über das Gleiche. Ich denke, das tun wir. Das ist großartig. With Denis Aubert to work in the, the first day was really, I was like thinking, oh my God, I hope I don't fall in love with him. Sehe ich aus wie ein Mann, den du erhalten würdest? Yeah, ja, that's true. Marina is, a, is an actress who's, who gives you a lot of emotion. She gives you a lot to work with. She erinnert mich an dich und Liebe und deshalb wollte ich mit dir reden. In some other parts of the movie, she more plays about the comedy aspect, and in our scenes, it was more about emotions, and I really enjoyed that. Das ist nicht witzig. Tatsächlich ist es saukomisch. Es könnte nicht komischer sein. It was really, 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 really nice. To work with Denise Aubert. Love, whisper to my heart, say we'll never part, say you want me, please. I'm yours to break or save, all yours to make your slave. Oh, love, come away tonight, creature of delight. Go with the flow. It's an amazing phenomenon that's happening with this film. It's like a little train that could and should, huh? Congratulations. You're the first to know. We Ooh, oh, exclusive. All right. Yay. Woohoo. Wow. And, and I see you've been to at least 11 festivals. Yeah, I think I'm up to 14 now. Wow. Um, Maybe 14 or 15. Incredible. We, uh, we just got into one in Greece and oh, yeah, one happening in Arizona, Michael. And, yeah. then, um, and then, well, we can't announce which one yet, but mm. yesterday, and yesterday morning, which yesterday was a great day, Yes, uh, we got into a pretty cool festival where we get the uh, tour. Yeah, don't, don't talk about well, it. Well, I'm going to say tour <laughs> venues in the U.S. <laughs> so they, probably, they may have promised not to say anything. That not yet, uh, but we'll, uh, give, we'll uh, give you the news uh, in a couple days. Okay, yes, Uncle Earl loves a scoop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just great, you know, because that that's just a testament to life and to people that, If you have a dream, go for it, and you can do it. But you've got to believe in it before anyone else will. And I know you guys totally are 100%, 110% into what you're doing, and I can tell. I feel it. 
And then, yeah, and the thing with films is obviously it's not a you know not a solo effort. You have mm. to have a lot of people, and so our our main job is getting the other artists to you know understand what we're trying to do mm-hmm. and to, to take part in it. Mm-hmm. And we had over we had two hundred people uh, involved in the last movie. Wow! Wow! You know, That's awesome. And everybody's doing it as a labor of love. Mm-hmm. You know, up to this point, it really has just been a labor of love. There's not, we've not, you know, had a commercially successful film. We don't know if Go to Fall will be or not. We have too early to say at all. We have no idea mm-hmm. what's going to happen. But, but at least people are paying attention, and uh, we're talking to people like you now. And, mm-hmm. oh, it's just very nice. But you know, one thing I have to say about that is that it is already a success. Because once it's a thought, the idea, to the brain, to the lips, to the paper, to the vision, you follow through and it's a success because you completed your journey of creating. Anytime you create, it's a success. And the love stream you've created is attached to it. And that's what's making it work. Because you've touched so many lives in so many countries. And you, you know, that, that's what it's about. That's actually, you know, Michael and I were talking about this recently. That's actually my definition of success. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly what you described because, you know, I mean, our story is, you know, like, like Michael said, we met in L.A., we met at a club in L.A., um, got together, wrote a, wrote a love song, mm-hmm. first song <laughs> together. Mm-hmm. You know, and then a year later, we're like, you know what? We're going to quit our jobs, quit our L.A. jobs, <laughs> sell everything we have, buy one-way tickets to Europe, mm. let's go travel, backpacks, guitars, mm. see the world, mm. you know, spread the love around, and let's just see what's going to happen. Love that. And, and we didn't, really didn't know what was going to happen. We knew one guy in Holland. <laughs> there, right? And from day one, I mean, the, the love, the generosity, the support of people helping, mm. um, you know, helping the dream just, just keep flowing. It's like, Almost 25 years later, we're still going. Yes, yes. And to me, that's a success. Like you said, you know, just having the courage to do what you love, have the faith and the trust, ask for help, reach out to others, and and just follow it. Follow your bliss. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, somehow we keep on going. <laughs> love that. Can you lay your love down so straight? can live can you take what you need take less than you give could you close every day without the glory and fame could you hold your head high when no one knows your name that's how legends are made We say goodbye, but never let go. We live, we die, cause you can't save every soul. Gotta take every chance to show that you're the kind of man who will never look back, never look down. Never let go Can you lose everything You 
sit down again and play another hand. Could you risk everything for the chance of being alone? Under pressure, find the grace. Would you come undone? That's how legends are made. That's what they say We say goodbye But never let go We live, we die Cause you can't save every soul Gotta take every chance to This is Kevin Wright, and you're listening to The Underground Experience with Uncle Earl. Es passierte vor drei Wochen, als ich eine Bestellung selbst ausliefern musste, weil wir Ärger mit unserem Fahrer hatten. Und dann sah ich Camille. There's a whole scene in uh, Go With The Flow where I'm trying to get on a set. Hey, Jungs! Hat Bob heute frei? Bob wurde gefeuert. Of course, I'm not invited on set, so I have to go past security. Ich stehe nicht auf der Liste. Ich muss nur das hier ausliefern. 
Ich kann sie nicht reinlassen, wenn sie nicht auf der Liste stehen. I worked for the scene with uh, Michael and uh, Frank. Dieser Typ kommt mir etwas komisch vor. It was also good in this scene to rehearse a lot. Bob wurde gefeuert. The van has to be able to get by. About right? Yeah. Because uh, I couldn't help laughing. Vielleicht ist die Salami vergiftet. So you have to uh, play in a very serious way to make people laugh. Q&As or lecture demos with your screenings? Yeah, we, we always, whenever we can, we, we try to perform with the movie. Like, we will play a concert beforehand, and then we'll do, talk to the audience after Q&A, and then whatever, however informally or formally they want to talk. We also do uh, talks at film schools, mm. and we've done them in Europe quite a bit. And Or music schools. Music schools, too, just talking about you know, the various aspects of the business things we've learned and and because uh, we're coming from a little bit different place than they might be taught or mm. might uh learn mm-hmm. well michael our, our model too you know um we decided instead of spending the money on film school <laughs> we're like you know what let's just buy a camera and let's <laughs> dive in i love it make a short yes make a feature right yes. away and learn by doing yes and you're gonna make a mistake each movie's gonna get better And, you know, so we have a little bit, uh, a little bit outside the box, the way we make movies, the way we tour with our movies. It's actually becoming closer to normal now because we were, we were a little bit ahead of the curve. Closer to normal? Oh, no. I don't like normal. No. <laughs> because I'm just saying that the, whether they like it or not, the, the current system is sort of imploding. Yes. It, 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 it's too heavy. It's shifting. You know, the, when you have to spend that much money, To make a film, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. A, a low-budget movie they're bragging about now is a $15 million dollar movie. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you realize how many people you could feed for $15 million? Mm-hmm. Let's get serious. So, you know, that, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And, 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 and there's no earthly reason why it should cost $15 million. Dollars. And that's even a, that's a cheap movie. Mm-hmm. So... If you get back to where sort of the beginning of it, the basics of it, you have, you know, you had people like D.W. Griffith in the beginning days yes. and later. Yes. D.W. Griffith paying everybody on, on staff, whether they were background, whether they were a camera guy, whether they were the star, $5 a day. Mm-hmm. And that's how he ran it. Mm-hmm. The star got the same as the background. The camera guy got the same as... And they worked a full day. Everybody did something all day. Mm-hmm. And Truly collective. Movies and they put them out there. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how it was. And, and if, if it worked, then everybody would keep working and make some money. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, our, our thing is a little more of a collective than that because we, we want to profit share with people. If, if God willing, one of our movies really does, you know, get into the stratosphere. And we want the artists to get a good, a good, uh, payback for their sweat equity, their, their time they put in. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think that's why the universe is aligned and we are together because I'm all about it. I, I mean, the platform that I created here is exactly for what you guys are doing because the artists have been raped, pillaged, and plummaged <laughs> for years and it's about yeah. empowerment, you know, empowerment and giving back, you know, in order to receive you must give and You guys have truly got that channel unblocked and open, and I'm loving it. 
you remember those those Mickey Rooney movies with Judy Garland where one of them would like Aunt Edna would need a kidney operation or something, and one of them would say, "Hey kids, let's put on a show." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and then they would like my old man has to pay, you know. <laughs> I can sew curtains. You know, yes. Yes. Together, and they would, I, I remember those as a kid. Yes. It was living in my mind. Yes. I thought, that's how you do it. Yes, That's yes. That's how you do it. You get everybody to give what they got. Right. And you say, okay, what do we have to work with? Mm -hmm. Or the little rascals, and you, and then you, you know. That's exactly <laughs> how you make the movie. And you know, it's fun because, like, that's how a lot of times Michael writes the scripts. Mm. like, okay, what kind of location do we have? Yeah. Okay, I'll write a story that takes place here. <laughs> exactly. Great. What, what kind of equipment? You know, like, one of our movies... Um, there was a, a pizza delivery guy supposed to be on a Vespa, mm -hmm. but we didn't have the money to rent a Vespa, mm -hmm. so Michael changed it to, oh, he'll deliver pizza on a bicycle, green delivery. Okay. <laughs> that made the story more interesting. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And then there was supposed to be a chase scene between the mafia guys and him on a motorcycle, but then we made it on a bicycle, which was funnier. Yeah, that was so the way that we... That he got away from them was, had to be a little more clever because I had to figure out a way to make it work. Wow. Anyway, it's kind of a, it's kind of a nice way to work. Yes, and uh, I don't know. You know, I know the studios will continue to do what they need to do. Uh, I'm all for the studios being successful because I want the film business to stay in California. I love mm. it, but at the same time, I do think everybody should take a little breath of fresh air, mm -hmm. drink some, hydrate well, and then sit down and say, you know what, let's pull these numbers down. Yes, yes, it, they're, they're, it's a outrageous. Movie, a low-budget movie is now half a million. How about that? Mm. How about a big-budget movie is now 15 million? Mm -hmm. Yeah, come on. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, you really? can, in my book, you can really do it for a couple of K. I mean, really, a really good movie. Yeah, yeah, you can. Spider-Man, you can't really do, you know, but... Yeah, well, all that CGI and, and stuff, but I mean, just a real down-home good movie you can do. You, it can yeah. be done, you know? It can be done. We need to That's get back right. to that. Yeah. Story is I can't say it, it's too profane. 
What's up, y'all? This is Zaya. Once again, making sure you tuned in to Uncle Earl and the Underground Experience. I would love each one of you to give me your thoughts where you are right now and where you project going in the future. Okay. That's a good question. Um, a lot of times, you know, Michael and I are talking and we're like gosh, we want to be doing this or doing that or doing this or doing that. You know, you want to keep growing and getting bigger and reaching more people. And a lot of times I realize, you know what? I'm already doing what I love. Mm. My, my, I, my life is very simple. It's all about my art. Um, you know, I don't even have my own place to live. Mm. Uh, right now we're house sitting. Um, you know, when we can rent an apartment, we will. Like, like we got to rent a, an apartment in Berlin while we were shooting the movie, which was great. Mm. But, you know, if it's just about what am I doing in the moment? And, and to me, the most important thing is just getting to create my art. And, you know, maybe it would be nice to uh, reach more people, um, have a little more cash flow. Mm. So I can have a little more freedom and help others. Like, you know, one, one of my dreams was I don't, I don't need a big beach house or anything like that. But if I had something like that, I would love to invite other artists mm. to come create and have, have a place to go yes. and be. Some kind of little artist colony or something mm. like that. That sounds yeah, great. Yeah, that's way kind of we're, already, we're already doing that. We're already part of that. Um, there really is that whole bo- a lot of people don't seem to understand that that whole sort of bohemian ethic that they have you know 
in the in the early like nineteen twenty Paris kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's still very very alive. It's all over the place, mm. and artists are always still helping each other and all are already and still communal living, living in a in a cheaper way together. Yes, uh, and if you get good people, that doesn't have to be weird or stupid. It mm-hmm. can be a fine, nice thing. So we just try to, you know, we, we're we're very selective about who we hang around with. You know, we we and we tend to, you know, we tend to be, we tend to say yes to good things, and so we tend to be fairly trusting. And so, it, for some weird reason, that kind of helps. <laughs> and we, we tend to get good, you know, good people yeah. around. So yes. yeah, what Robin said is the same. I, I I mean, where I am or what we're doing now is is great. I love doing it. I want to just continue doing it. I don't need to make any massive shift uh, you know materially or anything I mean the main the main thing to be honest with you is the inner inner journey mm-hmm. for both of us we, we meditate a lot mm-hmm. we, we follow yoga path mm-hmm. and uh, so to me that's where the real growth needs to happen and, and, and that's the only in my opinion the only important thing is the inner growth you know and the sort of unfolding and the maturing that you're doing yes uh, as, a, as an individual, and mm. uh, you know, becoming more, more uh, compassionate and more, more effective. That's more important. The other stuff is just like your job. It's your, it's your job. It's like sweeping the floor. It's hmm. important, but it's not the whole point. Bravo. In the Bravo. States, it's a little twisted around to where the job and the stuff you do is more important than than what you are mm. inside. And I, I think that that is actually shifting though too here. In the West. Great. You know, one thing this makes me think of is the very first time we went to India, because it was, it was way back in 1994. We were in Europe. We had just, you know, finished a concert tour. Mm -hmm. We weren't even making movies yet. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, we made some money on the tour. We can either, what should we do now? We can either go to LA and the money will probably be gone. <laughs> right. You know, or Michael's like, he, he almost kind of said it as a joke. Well, what if we went the other way? What if we went to India for six months? Wow. And we're like, well, that's an idea. Wow. And, and we said, let's think about it. And then we, we literally went and walked the streets. We were in Holland and Utrecht. Mm. And there was a guy playing drums on the street or something. Mm-hmm. And we started talking to him. And he just said, hey, I just got back from India. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you should go. Like, four people in the course of an hour. Totally unrelated. We didn't even know him. He said, you should go to India. Oh, wow. It was the weirdest thing. So we thought, okay, See. somebody up there is telling us to go to India. See? Yeah. What I, what I want, my point, you know, is... That, so we're thinking about doing this. We're talking to even some of our artist friends, and they're like, "You guys are crazy. Your career is going. You're just going to go drop out for six months. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing?" Like, a lot of people didn't understand. Mm-hmm. But my point was, this was the first time in both our lives, the longest amount of time that we never were working, mm-hmm. and we dropped out for six months. Mm-hmm. And because we identify so much with our careers and what we do, it's like, who are we? Right. Really. Right. Right. So. So it was a great experience, like not working for six months um, and just like being and mm. meditating, journaling, mm. and writing letters. And Although in all fairness, I was writing a bunch of stories. While I was <laughs> you were cheating. <laughs> well, you're cheating. Yeah. yeah. I was working, but, I mean, but it's not the same as, yes. you know, 
as a grind job, like on the job yeah. job. Yeah. yeah, it's more yeah. introspective. Well, even as an artist, if you've been a professional for all your life, mm -hmm. like I said, at age 13, I was earning money. So mm -hmm. every week I was always rehearsing for a show or mm -hmm. doing a show yes. or recording or selling an album or something. There's always something like with that. But when you remove the possibility of that and you're just a stranger in a strange land, then it's, it's kind of nice because you're confronted with, wait a minute, what, what am I? Hmm. I'm, not a, I'm not a drummer, musician guy. I'm just me. Mm. You get to the essence, and I, I think, yeah, so that's that was the point, that that's really really the focus of our lives. You know, we love the art and everything we're doing, and we're so grateful to be doing it. But again, it's I think the way we can help more people is the inner life. If we become really strong within, then everything we do without, we can hopefully inspire more people around the world and, and share that joy and, you know...
This is Ian Bell from Norwegian Underground. You are listening to The Uncle Earl, voice of the people. Catch the wave, feel the vibe. I'm sold. <laughs> you know, I loved you guys before, but no, I'm really all there with you. And I look forward to really meeting you in the flesh and hopefully possibly creating some magic together somehow. Great. You know, and that magic is vast and wide, so whatever that means, that's what it means when it means what it means. Ah! <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> that's not written. That, that just came out. Sorry. <laughs> now, do you, do you guys, have you guys picked up a lot of languages because of the travel? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's, so you know, it's so funny because in like the early days, like we, we learned a little bit of Dutch. I can buy train tickets. You know, uh, I can. Uh, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> kind of, kind of. Uh, we become like kindergartners, but you know, we realize so many. We're we're so blessed because so many people speak English. Mm-hmm. And when I would even try to buy my train tickets in Dutch, they'd answer me in English. <laughs> you know? also, we're artists performing in English, so people approach us in English. Yes. That, that's always been the career. So. Yeah, it's kind of like America night when we play in a club or in a cinema <laughs> and people want to practice their English with you. Right, right. That's so great. We, we've been lucky that way. So we, like, we you know, picked up little bits here and there. But, you know, we we haven't had to, so we I think we got a little lazy. Mm, mm. <laughs> you know, but... But also, again, it's like you have, I don't know, it's really an excuse, really, but I would say you have so much time in your day, you want to put your energy into certain things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, rather than really spend time learning the language, I'd rather spend my time writing another song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's an excuse. But, eh, it's an excuse. It's an excuse. American. Okay, I admit it. <laughs> All right. Well, tell, tell, please tell my listeners everywhere they can find you, please. Well, I think uh, the best place would be brightbluegorilla.com. Okay. That's our, that's our main website. That has links to everything else. Yeah, okay. yeah. And, of course, go with leflo.com for the movie. But brightbluegorilla.com, we've got the music, the movies. Um, they can sign up to get our newsletter. We have some free giveaways we'd like to share with them. And if they want to cut to the chase and watch Go With Flow right away, just go to Eurocinema.com. They've got it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can watch it on cable TV or online. Great. For the first time, our you know our movie will be on TV, so it's very great. exciting for great. us. Great, great. Wow. Well, you know, I wish you guys the best and more than you ever imagined. You know, just the world. Just take it. It's yours. You got it. Thank you. (laughs) And Uncle Earl wants to be a part of it. (laughs) We love it. We love it. Well, I thank you so much, Michael Glover and Robin Rosencrantz, ladies and gentlemen. Bright blue gorilla. Catch it. Don't miss the boat. Don't miss it. All right. You guys have a wonderful day, and and Uncle Earl will be talking at you soon. Ciao. Okay. Talk to you later. Ciao. On May 29th, Friday... Come and see Deborah Sharp Taylor at home. That's me. I'll be there singing Life, Love, and Honor right after Memorial Day. And we'd love to see each and every one of you there. We're going to have an amazing time. We'll be singing, singing jazz, a little bit of R&B. My United Voices of Peace Choir is going to also join me. It's going to be, oh, and Etta Mae Mumphreys will be my MC. Come on down. I hope to see you there. $10.
home. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Deborah Sharp Taylor at home, the House of Music and Entertainment, Friday, May 29th, 7.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. 430 North Camden Drive, Beverly Hills, 90210. RSVP at 310-271-4663. That's 310-271-4663. Be there.
Peace and love, world. This is Sandra Reeves Phillips. Mama Sandra, listening to Uncle Earl on the ultimate underground experience. Hi, this is Blaze Mazer, the writer and director of 420, and you're listening to the Ultimate Underground Experience with Uncle Earl. <laughs> Welcome to the 420 Music Spotlight Hour. I can't say hour, because it's not going to be a full hour, but 
whatever you know what I mean anyway <laughs> I'm featuring first up beyond the rim and I have to read this letter because they sent me a letter because I Uncle Earl made a mistake as music supervisor and sent them a rejection letter when in fact we really wanted the song and I'm just going to read this letter to redeem myself and let you know that yes we did select them for the film but this is what they wrote Lacey aka Uncle Earl thank you for the opportunity to make it as a finalist for the 420 film project I was informed that my song Hey Kids did not make the final cut but you asked me to follow up with my bio, picture, and mp3 of the song. I am a little bummed about the song not making it into the movie as I felt really good about the style and lyrics meshing well with the movie plot. But I understand rejection is a part of the business and appreciate your opening another door of opportunity by putting my song on your radio show. Could you please email me as to what day or episode this song will appear? Also, if there's anything wrong with the format of anything I send, let me know and I will fix it. Now, I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that is a true trooper, that Mr. Kevin Wilkins from Beyond the Rim. I made the mistake of sending a rejection letter when I really wanted the song, so I want to put them up first today and thank Kevin for being such the trooper. And he got his stuff to me and it's slamming. And let me just stop talking. Here they are, Beyond the Rim with Hey, kids.
this is not how she was bad Anywhere we go in the world, we're listening to the underground experience of Girl. Keep the vibes alive, keep the music going forward. Peace, Wasn't that cool? Now here's some facts. Beyond the Rim is the 2013 creation of singer-songwriter Kevin Wilkins, who has found himself fighting the revolution alone. Over the last few years, bands formed and dissolved before securing themselves firmly in the local music scene. Hearts, Mountaintops, Fortifications is Wilkins' second solo album and solves the problem of band member attrition, one-man global scene. The mission is to spread music far and wide through exposure, opportunities, and live live shows. Live shows, live shows, whatever. By the way, I want to mention that most of these selections and songs that are in the, in the film are courtesy of Music X-Ray, who is a sponsor of The Ultimate Underground Experience and Uncle Earl, and now they've worked together with me for 420 Movie. And this guy, next guy up, uh, Chuck Israel, is one of the Ultimate Underground Experience alumni. Actually, I played him on the show, wow, maybe four years ago, and he made it into the film. <laughs> Look at that. Here is Chuck Israel with Hood Dad, Rich Dad. Check this out. Cop the way, make the money, sell the plate Cop cars and trick late, it's your birthday cake Make a wish, yo, and I can get you straight Outside the hood, rich dad said, that's your mistake Stay low-key and don't be flashing your pay Greedy women have eyes like a videotape Sexy women waste time, why you sit here and wait? Hood dad, this video horror, what's your name on her book? The hood dad laughed, the fade with this money and bad Poor nigga came up from a gun and a half Cheap money, me no brown and a wannabe staff It's a hard knock life for a bucket of crap Yeah This what I do This what I gotta do, man, this what I gotta do, man, this what I gotta do The military fought in Vietnam for a letter in the query since his mom and dad was poor. Picking cotton hands is so, so we plotted it out like a step team for show. I don't wanna be poor, still leaking cause rain drops down on my flow. And you can't play me so, I guess I fought in the wolf. Been rich and been poor, but I ain't never been slow. Creeping around tiptoe, it's Chuck vs. Goliath or Chuck vs. Crisco. Go, heavyweight champion of cooking Crisco. Got a pencil, drew a hell, but it's still not Cisco. Go, a blind headed nigga out in San Francisco. Go, a mad fast show, but be talking Fisco. Go, it's my heartbeat, flows and instrumental.
Hey everyone, this is Ricky Rebel, and you are listening to the Underground Experience Radio Show. When listening to Rent Party Troubadours for the first time, you may swear you've heard the group before. Their sound is classic and familiar, yet, upon closer listening, fresh and brand new. This New York City band debut release, Radio Blackout, is a wonderful patchwork of indie rock, Americana, and blues. The group's two core members are singer-songwriter Stan Pirazanowski on guitar and vocals and Brian Parkhill on bass. On the album, Josh Fleischman provides his dynamic drum and percussion skills. Here they are, ladies and gentlemen, with FYI, Everybody Knows You're High. Why? I'm 
I want to take time to thank all of the artists who provided our Memorial Day music special. And that was Mr. Todd Curry, Brian Adams, Babyface, Beverly Knight, Ray Charles, Whitney Houston, Michael and Angela Suters, and Mr. Mitch Harris. And thank you all for taking this journey with me. It's been quite a ride today, as usual. And um, I'm going to get up and out of here and make a difference. And I suggest that you do the same. So till the next time, have a blessed day, night, evening, dawn, dusk. Whatever you're having, just have it. And um, spread love and joy. Okay, talk to you later. Ciao.
His eyes could light up the stars in heaven I guess that's why God wanted him around He was a partner, a hero, a friend Long after we laid him in the ground He touched the lives of everyone How I wish that he was still around His hands were like chiseled concrete stone But his daughters felt a velvet touch It's not the same since you've been gone God, we miss him oh so much He was an angel in blue A light in the dark A friend you can count on He spoke with his heart His eyes, how they shine His voice like a song not a day passes by We don't realize he's gone He was an angel in blue He was a husband, a father A son The kind of policeman I dreamed I could be Never thinking of himself He died in the line of duty He left this world much too soon And left a void that can't be filled Every time I close my eyes I see his memory still He was an angel in blue A light in the dark A friend you can count on He spoke with his heart eyes how they shine His laugh like a song Not a day passes by We don't realize he's gone He was an angel in blue He was a partner, a hero, a friend